0: Today's episode of Who Weekly is brought to you by the CW's new series, Kung Fu. Watch it Wednesdays at 8, 7 central or stream free next day. To be welcome to who weekly the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't i'm bobby finger
1: i'm lindsey weber
0: and did you see the terrible news of the breakup this week the big breakup that just happened officially
1: they were already broken up 100 percent, they're already broken up
0: who are you talking about
1: j-lo and a-rod
0: oh i was talking about christian siriano and brad walsh oh shut the fuck
1: up <laughs> they'd been broken up for three years well now they're Didn't officially they? divorced they're officially yeah, divorced I would, now i did the like little thing where i was like Oh, and then I was like I already knew this. And I was like, "Oh, did I already know this?" And then I was like, I already knew this cuz they already broke up.
0: And I already knew about wow. Jennifer Lopez and Alex Rodriguez because they never got back together.
1: They were already broken up.
0: They never got back together. They were annoyed that they were like scooped.
1: I know to me for this pod. I think that they broke up sooner than she would have liked. And then, and she, it took her by surprise. So she wanted to control the narrative of the breakup. That's so what happened. then she reclaimed, oh, we're back together, which I don't know if that was the case. And now the breakup is like more orchestrated by her which is how she likes it.
0: Imagine being A-Rod's publicist, getting an email from Jennifer Lopez's publicist that's like, who's obviously a better publicist, being like, Jennifer says that you are not actually broken up, that you will remain together for a further six weeks. Please confirm receipt of this email, like not saying whether or not you're going to do it, just confirm receipt.
1: I mean, I don't think you're so far from the truth.
0: You're listening to Who's There, a weekly call-in show where we take your questions, comments, and concerns at 619 Who them. Uh, do you want to talk more about Christian Siriano and Brad Walsh? We could. No. Okay. Then we can just move on to calls.
2: <laughs> Hi, guys. Medium time, first time. Calling about your combo on Nick Cannon about having twins and how it's hereditary, which it is hereditary, but it's only hereditary on the woman's side. But you might want to know that based learned in biology, right? So women drop two eggs, you have paternal twins. If you have identical twins, that is not hereditary. So he has no control over the twins at all. And it's kind of weird that he has two sets of them.
1: Anyway, that's would like to know that. Crunch, crunch. Bye. Wow. Twin genetics debunked. Nick Cannon may have four girlfriends, but he does not have a gene for twins. He mm-hmm. That's not a thing.
0: He may coincidentally be dating two women who have a gene that makes them susceptible to have fraternal twins.
1: Right, because they're both fraternal, aren't they?
0: We don't know about the current twins. We don't know, we know about the, the twins that are, that are currently gestating. rock and roll are fraternal. Rock and roll are fraternal. Fascinating. Multiple calls about this.
1: I bet there were multiple calls about this. You're telling me multiple people call to tell us about genes? Shock.
0: Bill Camp, Elizabeth
3: Marvel, and then Carrie Coon, Tracy Lutz, for couples of the same same level
0: crunch crunch who was the first couple bill camp and elizabeth marvel and carrie coon and tracy Letts. honestly the, correct these,
1: these two like theatery couples <laughs> yeah. yeah which is funny but yes. let's let's ignore elizabeth marvel and whatever for the first bill camp. whatever okay yeah i agree on that sure they're at the same fame level but like Carrie, and uh, what's his name? And
0: Tracy Letts. I would say yes now, but what's sort of fascinating is that they weren't on the same level when they met. When they met, Carrie Coon wasn't really a big thing, and Tracy Letts was already a Tony winner.
1: Right. But to be fair, he was not really a name outside of theater until more recently when he started being in movies in a more visible way. You know what I mean?
0: Oh, yeah. I guess maybe that's true.
1: But I think she has the same... Although I feel like she's more buzzy than he is currently, Mm -hmm. even Mm -hmm. though he's like a classic, you know?
2: Yeah,
3: People
1: know he's good. And I think people are still finding out that she's good, which is crazy to think. In The Nest, which is great, the movie with Jude Law, Mm
4: -hmm. people were like, wow, she's amazing.
1: And you're like, I know. She's (laughs) always amazing. But it felt like they didn't know that she was amazing. Exactly. And so I think she still has that edge over him. Which mm-hmm. you have to have an edge over your husband if he's equally famous to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Little edge. I didn't know the the famous actor that Tracy Letts was engaged to before Carrie Coon. Do you know who else he was in a relationship with? And they were actually engaged, but never got married. No. Right now, people are starting to get and stand Carrie Coon much more. Uh-huh. But at, for a time, she was a little more niche. There is an actor who was maybe once at Carrie Coon's current level and is has now is really Tomei risen. Is
1: it or Parker Posey?
0: <laughs> no, okay. younger a little bit, but who was someone who was very niche and is now kind of very mainstream. Laura Dern. You're cl- you're you're like in, Come in on, the right I'm so area. Good. Sarah There's... Paulson.
1: oh, oh. They oh. were engaged. <laughs> Oh, oh! They were engaged. I sorry, I wasn't thinking of Sarah as as you know. I wasn't thinking of Sarah Paulson. Sarah Paulson's queer, but I wasn't. I didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I wasn't thinking of her dating That's, men. Period.
0: Surprising, yeah. Her dating <laughs> men period. Surprising.
1: Wow, it, it's surprising and yet not at all. You know that yeah. makes sense to me a lot. And actually, yeah. I would argue that I named actresses who were perfectly in the realm of.
0: Oh yeah, you did. Her. Okay. You did. You named, ex- it, right in the realm, a little older. But that was like, they had the same trajectory. But he's they had the a same little
1: tra- older. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. True. Because I knew she dated Cherry Jones. That's iconic. Iconic. But then after Cherry Jones, she moves on to Tracy Letts. This and woman then after loves Tracy theater. Letts, she's like, you know what? Back to women. <laughs> Holland Taylor.
1: <laughs> Sarah Paulson's dating history is mm-hmm. amazing. She's mm-hmm. amazing.
0: I could see Sarah Paulson dating anyone. Pretty much anyone
1: anyone yeah if she was if she dated vin diesel next i'd be like tracks makes sense i get it
0: if she dated colton underwood i would say like happy for them both
1: no you wouldn't
0: happy for them both i hope they find a way to make this work
1: you'd be like get a job
0: stay away from her okay next call next call next call this took me like there are certain calls that just like really take you out and this one took me out he's out I'm going to go tell Robin Roberts, this call took me out. And she's like, you you misunderstood the prompt.
2: <laughs> Hi, New Weekly. Long time, mm, fourth or fifth time? I don't know. I was just talking to my mom on the phone, and she loves to give me um, little bits of trivia. And she told me that the patio furniture that Harry... Megan and Oprah conducted their interview on was designed by none other than Christopher Knight, a.k.a. Peter Brady from The Brady Bunch. I didn't even know he was a furniture designer. I mean, I just thought that was a really interesting piece of news that had to do with a who, a.k.a. Christopher Knight, star of My Fair Brady. Okay, that's all.
1: Crunch, crunch. Goodbye. We glossed over Christopher Knight because somebody did ask about him and Adrian Mm What's-Her-Face. Which is how we got to the idea that she, the fact, sorry, that she was married to that voiceover guy. We talked about this for a while. I think it stayed on the podcast.
0: (laughs) Yeah, it did. It did.
1: Okay. He's Peter Brady, Christopher Knight had a had a very long dalliance in the surreal, my surreal life slash VH1 mm-hmm. celebrity <laughs> s- <laughs> genre, right? Mm-hmm. And now you're telling me that he makes yes. patio furniture and he's so good at it that Oprah sits on it.
0: Yeah. The caller's mom told the caller, and then the caller told us, and now I'm telling you again. I
1: believe the mom. So tell me, how much is the chair that Oprah's sitting on? Like, what are we talking about for price ranges here? How good is he at this furniture?
0: I'm looking, I have all the, I'm trying to find another, a a good side of Oprah sitting on it.
1: Because she's sitting in like an Adirondack chair, right?
0: It's not, okay, so it's a brown with sort of a weave.
1: It's mm. not quite
0: wicker, but it's it's a brown teak, with maybe. white teak. And then you have like your white cushions and then a uh-huh. sort of gray or brown so weaving on the side. So it's not even
1: close to being an Adirondack chair. I was wrong. No, that's it's okay, not an Adirondack
0: okay. chair at all. So I'm looking through the Christopher Knight patio furniture website. And by website, I mean Amazon and Target and Overstock because you can buy it at all those places. Yes. But he sells many, many, many different kinds of styles. All of it's sort of like outdoor seen one one piece of outdoor furniture. You've seen them all, you know? I have. I really um,
1: have seen but, them all.
0: But I'm looking at this exact layout, but we're seeing things that are kind of expensive.
1: Well, outdoor furniture is normally very expensive, actually. So it wouldn't surprise me if celebrity-made outdoor furniture is even more expensive. But mm-hmm, it's hard premium. to find inexpensive outdoor furniture. So yeah. I'm guessing that chair what 800 bucks 900 bucks we're we'll we talking
0: okay so the set of two chairs is currently out of stock everywhere I think the show literally is the reason it sold out but I found a CNN article talking about it and they say that before it was sold out everywhere it cost 554 dollars for two chairs
1: Oh that's actually not a bad deal. <laughs> Not to be whatever, but I was thinking, like, the chair is $700. Okay, so, like, it's expensive, but outdoor furniture is so expensive. And
0: whenever I looked up, like, why does Christopher Knight sell furniture, that's not something I could get an answer to because he did do (laughs) – forbes wrote about him in 2019 whenever that Uh brady bunch renovation show was on and they like don't interrogate why he runs a furniture business they're like Knight now 61 and runs a furniture business and it's like but why does he run a furniture business that's never sort of questioned yeah i think that that's something that i would like to know more about like why did peter brady pivot to furniture it's not
1: like it's a shocking fact but it is it would be one of those things that you would normally ask, so it is weird that no one has. You know, yeah. it's like, why do you sell furniture? You know, what is, what's the deal?
5: Hi, Bonnie Lindsay. Um, medium time, first time. I was just listening to the podcast, and you were talking about the girls next door, and you're talking about Holly Madison. And I I was remembering, I was in college, I was USC, got a film degree, and it was 2008. I was in a censorship class. And they had Hugh Hefner come near the end of the semester to talk to us. He was friends with the teacher. And, you know, it was a small class, probably like 80 people or less. And Holly came with him. And she sat in the back and she drew no attention to herself and listened to him talk to us for an hour and a half. And I remember being so shocked that I was like, she is actually in love with him. She is 100% head over heels in love with this man, and she came to this boring thing with him. There's no paparazzi. There's no reason for her to come other than the fact that she loved him and supported him and wanted to be there, and I remember being honestly shook by that. So that's the first thing I wanted to say about this. And number two, I wanted to know if you've ever seen these before or if they're able – you can find them anywhere. I don't know, but – My roommates and I in college were obsessed with the girls next door, and we had time Warner cable, and we would do workouts from our apartment, and there were girls next door workouts. And essentially it was just like, you know, Holly sitting on a yoga ball bouncing around. And I remember one of her tips was if she really wanted to, like, concentrate and focus on being skinny, she would think about working out while she was naked in a room full of people, and it would, like, really motivate her to get in shape. Um, we didn't actually do the workouts. I think we just, like, watched and ate snacks. But anyway, wanted to pass that information on. All right, crunch crunch. Love you guys.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> Did you find the workouts? Are they on Are they on eBay on DVD? Well,
0: they're on eBay. They're definitely on eBay. You can buy all of them on eBay. They're like fifty bucks each. They're Why? fifty bucks a pop. Why would you? And the back, they had they scanned the the front and back, and it says, "Grab your towels and your hottest tees and shorts because the girls next door are gonna make you sweat." The Playboy Mansion is home to Holly, Bridget, and Kendra, but today it's the location for your private training session with Hef's one and only three. Whether it's Kendra's hot hip-hop romp, the more demanding Bridget's Boot Camp Challenge, or the sheer fun of Holly's sexy silhouette shape-up, you'll find each one equally entertaining. Join in, let the Girls Next Door games begin, and work. How many people, what percentage of people do you think bought this to work out, and what percentage of people do you think bought this to, no offense, jerk off to? Because I feel like I feel like it's about okay, five ninety-five here, okay? These
1: girls bought it to eat <laughs> snacks and watch, so you're forgetting a third option, which was just eat snacks and watch it. Eat
0: snacks and watch that that may be like a 15 to 20.
1: (laughs) when i was editing the episode on monday and watching clips from the girls next door i was (sighs) like i hate how evocative this is to me like I put on a clip and I was watched watch it, it all the way through. Yeah, and I was like, it, like, there's a scene where Holly's like, I've always wanted to do a slip and slide. And there's all these men just <laughs> setting her up a slip and slide in the backyard. And then like, because like, there were all these people that just worked at the mansion. They would do anything these girls wanted at any at their whims, So they'd be like, mm-hmm. they're setting her up this slip and slide. And then she goes down it and he, Hef is just staying there going... Oh, you're crazy, Holly. That's crazy. <laughs> and she's like, Hugh, here I come. And then it, that's the cold opener is the slip and slide.
0: You're crazy, Holly.
1: Then they cut to the theme song, which is, I'm on my house in my house. Do you remember that? <laughs> which I would forgotten and almost put in the episode. But then I was like, who's going to remember that it was that? Aside from maybe a few people. But like, it's not a general
0: audio cue. Okay. Um, and really, to go back to these DVDs, you know what I? I know I no. said my, my percentage was ninety five percent, five percent, and yeah. I feel like it might actually be 50
1: You think you think half the people are exercising and half are jerking off?
0: <laughs> yeah. So versus, we have you
1: versus five percent working out, ninety percent
0: jerking off. We correct because we have two reviews. Okay. And one of them is five stars. i jerking off. <laughs> One of them is five stars, motivating and good workout. I first did this workout years ago in my 20s, and I really liked it a lot. It helped me get in shape. Now in my 30s, I'm getting back into these workouts. I like these workouts. Okay? Verified purchase, yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Then then the second of two reviews is good DVD. Thank you. Verified purchase, (laughs) yes.
1: So you're saying it's 50-50 now, which is like the spread of these calls.
0: I remember when I worked at Blockbuster, there was this guy who came in once, and he just goes... And he walks up to the cashier where I was Uh-oh. at the time and he goes, y'all got any Playboy videos? And and I said, no, we don't carry Playboy videos. And he goes, you sure? And I said, yeah, we don't. And he was like, I thought y'all had Playboy videos. And I was like, yeah, we don't. And it like didn't, it like wouldn't end. And he he was like narrowing his eyes at me because I think he thought that like we really did and you had to ask yeah, he a thought he had to get way. a password. He thought there was some sort of passcode. And I was like, no, I'm really sorry. We don't. We like truly do not have Playboy videos. And he was did he like, just
1: mean pornos? He just meant pornos.
0: I think he, maybe he meant specifically Playboy branded entertainment. And I was <laughs> like, no. And then he left. He was really disappointed. He doesn't
1: vote. He like did not. I think believe he didn't believe you. me. I think he you thought got that was any, like, yeah, uh, you know, Playboy videos. You got any, you y'all got, got any but it was like Playboy y'all, videos. Y'all got, y'all
0: got any Playboy videos? <laughs> like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: But you probably can jerk off to the Girls Next Door workout <laughs> video. We
0: do carry that.
1: Hi, guys. Um, I was just listening
5: to your segment about Natasha Bedingfield, and I have a suggestion. Um, I think you should close out the next You're uh, Doing Amazing food segment with um, the TikTok of Gilbert Gottfried singing Unwritten. It's,
2: it's delightful. I have nothing more to say about it. It's just fucking delightful. Um, anyways, crunch,
0: crunch. So real Gilbert Gottfried on TikTok definitely has a bit where he just like does his voice and that's enough for people.
1: Well, he's been doing it for years, so I'm not sure much has changed.
0: His new medium where he's doing the green screen effect where the lyrics to Unwritten are behind him and he has these gigantic Coke bottle eyeglasses that are kind of magnifying his eyes as he's reading the lyrics and here uh-huh. they are. Here's Unwritten as performed by Gilbert Gottfried. <laughs>
2: Get the blank page before you open up the dirty window. Let the sun illuminate the words that you cannot find. Reaching for something in the distance, so close you can almost taste it. Release your inhibitions. Feel the rain. Okay. On your skin.
1: I gotta say, the voice still does it. For it just, still works. Still does it. Still does it for me.
0: How old do you think he is?
1: 63
0: 66 you're very close.
1: Yeah. <laughs> how old would close. you have guessed?
0: <laughs> I don't know. I thought he was in his 70s, honestly.
1: He's in his 60s and uh this shtick works for him still. And I have to say it sounds like he's heard the song once before cuz he knew Oh, he the knew tune. how it goes. Yeah. yeah. He
0: didn't pretend not to know.
1: He knew he didn't the pretend. tune. Well, I wanna share too, when I was looking for clips to play alongside our Bettingfield thing, I found a the only performance that Daniel and Natasha did together at the Brit Awards where they sang what was the song they sang?
0: Uh the Shaka was, Khan song. Um yeah. uh, uh, <laughs>
1: Ain't nobody. Ain't nobody. it was <laughs> weird. <me>. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bobby was like, This is amazing. I was like, i I was not like, sure. this is
0: really good. And you were like, no. <laughs> <laughs> and then we like change the subject
1: but just imagine like her voice singing ain't nobody and then his voice singing ain't nobody i just you can play it here it's just it is insane to choose that song it is a weird song choice for that.
0: There's 600 people on stage. Like, I it just, is the biggest orchestra I've ever seen in my life. Did you get to the part life. where
1: there's a breakdown and then, like, more people come on stage and there's, like, drums? <laughs> what? What's happening here? Anyways, um, it's just really quite the performance, and really some internet ephemera that I feel like uh, I had not ac- I had not come across before.
0: Uh, Natasha Bedingfield says that it's her favorite performance, so
1: I believe it. I mean, I mean according seems- to this
0: one YouTuber, I mean, I believe I, them too.
1: I just can't believe they chose "Ain't Nobody" by Shaka Khan as the song they were gonna sing together. These two.
0: I'm on the same side of the fence as Lorraine French, who writes, "They are so brilliant." <laughs> <laughs>
1: all right you know to each their own
0: Lindsay, you're more like jay fox who says it's a great rendition even though it's sung by brother and sister okay okay <laughs> i don't you're like That's a little true. sus. that is you're a true little sus. I...
1: there are there are definitely weird brother sister vibes singing that to each other
0: oh wait no this is you uleon okay. 21 just writes they are brother and sister period <laughs>
1: <laughs> period Bobby, did you know that it's Live Nation's Concert Week, and from now through May 14th, you can get $25 tickets to over 5,000 summer shows?
0: I did know because Live Nation sent us a list of all of the concerts, and... I'm obsessed because I'm definitely going to see some of these people.
1: Well, you can get up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists, including Alanis Morissette, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson. Who else am I seeing? Lainey Wilson.
0: Peso Pluma and Sarah McLachlan, like, back to back. That's fun. Megan Trainor, then Peso Pluma, then Sarah McLachlan and have the summer of my life.
1: So grab your tickets now through May 14th to see all of the artists you love all summer long for just $25 each. Visit livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now. That's livenation.com slash concertweek to buy now.
5: Hi, Lindsay Bobby. Um, (laughs) Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song had a baby. (laughs) Did we even know they were together? I mean, I know you guys just talked about the most famous Brendas or whatever, but what? Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song? Does this cement Brenda Song as the most famous Brenda now? Please discuss. Thank you. Crunch, crunch.
2: Brenda Song had a quarantine baby with Macaulay Culkin? Crunch, crunch. Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song
5: quietly welcome their first baby crunch crunch brenda song had a baby with macaulay Culkin named dakota
2: brenda song
5: had a baby
1: why did nobody tell me that macaulay Culkin and brenda song are together crunch crunch
0: we told you that they were together.
1: I'm losing it. I feel like our listeners are gaslighting me. We've talked about this not only once, but like <laughs> multiple times. We've talked about Brenda Song and Macaulay Culkin being dating. It's being a together, being, couple. They, didn't he have like a cover story recently that was pretty uh, buzzy? And yes. he talked about them being a great couple, like him being really appreciative of her as a partner. We talked about them. I swear to God.
0: They're, his Esquire, he must have had such a good time with Esquire because that's who we gave the news to. The new the surprise news that they not only were expecting a baby but had a baby Esquire. was given to Esquire. He must have
1: loved his interview or whatever. Yeah, it was Although a good it, d- it was a good interview, I just I'm. It just made it, it literally made me feel crazy because so many people were like, "I didn't even know that they were together." <laughs> like people I know listen to this podcast. Open your like, eyes! I told you they were together. <laughs> Uh. maybe it's just not a sticky couple for anyone people have very fond feelings for each of them which I do think is interesting like they're not same famous but people have the same people who like Brenda's song and know her from being a child like being a child star and people who like Macaulay Culkin and know him from being a child star it's a very have a lot of fondness for them as a couple because of that
4: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, I mean,
0: you remember people always would forget that Mila Kunis and Macaulay Culkin dated for like yeah. almost a decade. You'd learn and unlearn. You'd learn and unlearn.
1: And he was married to Rachel Minor or something. He was married to another actress briefly when he was young, very young.
0: I think that he's just sort of so private and weird and not L.A. He's definitely weird. Yeah. His privacy brings down the couple's attention curve. Yeah. It helps obscure them a little bit but now he's getting back into acting so maybe that might change.
1: I do like that he is like Gen X and she's millennial. Like he's 40, <laughs> she's 33 and I just mean that in terms of like Yes, I know everyone loves Home Alone, but that's a Gen X movie. Like that's for the, that's that's for them. That's their special movie, in a way. Do, does that make, you know what I mean? We were young when that came out.
0: Well, that's the thing. He's extremely late Gen X, is in, like, young Gen X. And we're extremely early millennials, so we're, like, elder millennial. And so is Brenda Song. We were the right... We were the kid age. We were the right age to see and love that when we were children. You know, like, that came out when we were, what, four, five, six?
1: That just reminds me of the early 90s, late 80s. And then she was on The Sweet Life with Zach and Cody when she was, like, young... And that was the movie that a lot of, like, millennials watched. like, Mm -hmm. And that's why we love, like, Cole Sprouse and fucking Dylan Sprouse, you know? Mm -hmm. They clearly have a lot in common, which I think is sweet, obviously. They clearly have been through some of the same experiences. I mean, I don't think anyone's been through Macaulay Culkin experiences except for Macaulay Culkin, which is insane. But I think she's been through maybe some
0: of them. You know who she dated right before Macaulay?
1: Was it Miley Cyrus's brother?
0: Yeah, you were right.
1: Trey Cyrus, because that's when people are like, wasn't she dating like the guy with the tattoos? And it's like, yeah, Trace Cyrus Mm -hmm. for a long time,
0: for a really long time. Anyway, they have been together for four years at this point. We've definitely talked about it. People have definitely called in shocked by the news every time they find out that it happened, uh, that it is happening.
1: I mean, you called so many times to tell us that Brenda Song and What's-Her-Face were on a TV show together. Like, I can't <laughs> imagine you didn't know this information, too. Sorry, What's-Her-Face is, um, What's-Her-Face, a broke girl, one of the broke girls. Kat Dennings. Thank you.
0: The baby's name is Dakota, named after one of Macaulay's siblings uh, who who died a few years ago, over a decade ago, in this really kind of tragic, sad I, I didn't remember that this even happened, but it happened in 2008 because I was like, oh, maybe he had a, a sibling who died quite young. And the sibling died at 29, was just like in a car accident, was hit by a car. Mm. It was just really kind of a tragic accident. So they named the baby after Dakota, which is mm. very sweet. I, I'm interested to see where this leads because of the American horror story happening, like Macaulay coming back. Oh, you're saying his...
1: I'm like, where it leads? Like, the baby's going to grow oh, up and no, no, no. <laughs> probably be fine. And <laughs> but, like, will
0: culture start paying more attention to Macaulay Culkin and Brenda Song now that there's a baby? I think yes.
1: I mean, yes, but also there's no kind of... Unfortunately, I don't think the American Horror Stories are as buzzy as they once were, but, mm-hmm. you know, Ryan Murphy is the, is the Quentin Tarantino of TV era, meaning he can just bring back anyone and throw them in there, and it, it's a shtick, but it also sometimes works. I mean, I don't mm-hmm. think it always works. It worked well in the earlier seasons. But he's like John Travolting people yeah, no, is what I mean, I'm yeah, saying. I mean, he's I mean, taking I mean, these these classic actors who maybe never transitioned to TV or maybe took a break for a really long time, and he's saying, like, this is a fun show. It's really campy. It's really harmless. And like, it is literally a win-win for you to be a part of this. And I think that is true for Macaulay. Because he seems like he has like a little bit of a twisted sense of humor. So it's a perfect it's like, oh yeah, give him this like horror anthology series. Perfect.
0: Yeah. Angela Bassett did some TV, but it was like Coven that really brought her into television. And then he
1: gave her 911.
0: And then he gave her 911.
1: He yeah, I think I do think that American Horror Story has lost its a little bit of its glamour and glow, but weirdly, like Whenever they announce like the new themes or whatever, I saw people were voting on what theme to bring back or something and people get really involved. So it me- leads me to think that there is a strong but a little bit quieter like fandom for the American Horror Story that mm-hmm. that is not as kind of seen. I think yeah. we're, we're so just like used to it existing at this point. It's yeah. not as special, but it's popular.
2: Colton Underwood is gay, but who is he? Crunch Crunch.
0: Good call. Succinct. He's gay. But who is he?
1: But who is he? This this shook me. He went on Robin Roberts. They teased it the night before. They said he has something to share. Bobby said he's probably gay. I said, I don't know. And then it's true that he was, and he said, Yes. Well, the reason I, I said he's
0: probably gay is because a mutual friend of ours was like, by the way, he's gonna come out tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> FYI. It's about him being gay. And I was like, But oh, I do okay.
1: think that there were no other I mean, I if you narrow down the options as to why they would give him such a big slot and make this teaser, like it do, it makes sense. I mean, also if you remember Colton Underwood, I did mix him up with a few other bachelors because I am want you to do that. You thought he was that, Chris Soules? I thought he was Chris Soules, which is some darker energy than even Colton Underwood. But which Colton plenty Underwood, he has some dark energy. He has some dark energy, but he basically had a very traumatic season and seems like a little bit of a traumatic experience in the world too like he went on the show he was the virgin bachelor which was like the big tagline now you see why who was a football player he was a football player he said he was too busy with football to deal with the other stuff and I think that meant a lot of other stuff including Mm -hmm. his sexuality and the entire season was uncomfortable and then after the season there was a little bit of darkness because he was dating the girl who he chose I think her name is Cassie Randolph
0: Cassie Randolph yeah
1: and he was accused of putting a GPS device on her car and stalking her, and she kind of made a formal a formal complaint about that. And yeah, he she was got kind of like, order. and he was kind of like, I'm losing my mind. And I think obviously it had a lot to do with the turmoil surrounding this. You know, clearly
0: they broke up, and then he started like tracking her. He allegedly put a tile, like he taped a tile, like a Bluetooth Which is, thing, to not the bottom to doubt of her car. the
1: severity of this because it is disgusting but i don't know that's how that's not how a tile works
0: tiles are complicated because <laughs> you have to be within 400 feet yeah, for it to work but then yeah. also if someone else who has the tile app walks by then it like creates a network of tile users it's because i was actually tile promotes their device as a car tracker on their official website which i didn't realize until this
1: because i actually really wanted to use it as my own car tracker mm-hmm. i want to track my own car yeah but it doesn't work like that okay no
0: it works sort of like that, but it only works in places where there are a lot of people who could feasibly have the Tile app so on their phone. So basically,
1: it could work in New York, but it would – in a city. And in a big work. city. It could work okay, in a city. So yeah. another Tile mm-hmm. user could pick up my car on their app and yeah. tell me where it is without them knowing where my car is. Or it is works if saying.
0: like – yeah. Or it works like if you're in a parking hmm. garage and you don't remember where you parked. Like – where you're going to be within 400 feet of okay, your car. Okay, I might you know? need
1: to put a tile in my car. It's interesting.
0: Okay. <laughs> but the way he used, he used no, it he used to it allegedly a bad track her and stalk I her. I want to put so, it in my
1: car because I keep losing it. Exactly. This is, yeah, right.
0: Okay. And so she says that after they broke up, he's sending her like uh, harassing text messages and saying like, you're selfish. I, I loved you. Why did you end this? Uh, what did he say? You've hurt me beyond words. I've always done nothing but be there for you and you still disrespect me all the time. And then she said that she would look out the window sometimes in the middle of the night and he would be there watching her. Like, it was just a lot of creepy behavior that elevated to the point that she felt unsafe and got a restraining order against him, okay? So she gets a restraining order against him. This happens. I remember mulling about wanting to talk about this and we took it out of the dock because we were like, this is really unpleasant. Like, this isn't going to be fun to talk about. So, Mm -hmm. like, that's literally the last time I thought about Colton Underwood was when we removed him from our dock because we were like, this is too messy and Mm -hmm. gross. Mm Mm-hmm. And now here he is coming out. Okay, that's a story on its own where it's like, okay, I guess that makes sense, especially because it's ABC, ABC, Robin Roberts, of course, promoting an ABC property on her thing. Okay, cool. I guess I understand why he'd want to do this. It's still a little weird that they would give him the platform considering this harassment allegation. Mm. But beyond that, I think the thing that people really got upset about that happened In the second half of this news cycle was that he got a Netflix show out of it.
1: The one-two punch of this news was, I have to say, just borderline despicable. Yeah. And, like, it's hard because when somebody, like, bravely, like, you know, says who they are, reveals themselves, and, like, it takes that step and it's hard. And you can tell Uh it was hard for him for many reasons. Then it's followed so quickly by a press release and like capitalizing off of that. It just it just really dampens the vibe of the like Mm -hmm. inspiration of it all. And I mean, of course, everyone from like Andy Cohen to whatever came out and said like, yes, Colton, like we support you. Like, well, you know, this is awesome. Welcome, welcome. And it's like, that's great. But also like then there's news that he's literally forming filming like a Netflix documentary. Like that's how he got his second show, you know. Oh, it just feels icky.
0: It feels icky because the Cassie stuff is dangling right there.
1: He did apologize to her in the interview and not to be like, obviously it's what he did really caused her a lot of distress, but also like he was clearly also going through a lot of distress. So you have mm-hmm. to have like, I don't know, a little bit of sympathy there too. But I'm just saying the sympathy I had for them evaporated quickly when he was like, Oh, also my Netflix show was filming. And I'm like, yeah, fuck you. Like, ugh.
0: I feel like they're kind of inextricably linked here. Like, Mm. I feel like his trauma is at this point so intertwined with her trauma that I'm Mm -hmm. like, I don't know why you're prioritizing his trauma over her trauma because I don't want to discount his trauma. But I feel like by just showing him, you've discounted her trauma. And I think that that's weird. But be realistic. She doesn't have the story. He has the story. Yeah, Yeah.
1: Like... It wouldn't make sense for her to be – I mean, obviously, it would have been made sense to ask her for comment to say, like
0: yeah. – And maybe they tried. And but I think they mayb-
1: maybe they tried.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: read somewhere that she didn't know that this was even happening.
0: The source talked to Us Weekly and said she had no idea.
1: If that's, in fact, the truth, that's gross. Mm-hmm. Colton also sharing a message
0: for Cassie. Their relationship ending tumultuously last year. Cassie filing and then dropping a restraining order against him.
3: I would like to say sorry for how things ended. I messed up, I made a lot of bad choices.
4: Were you in love with Cassie?
3: Yes. I mean, and that only made it harder and more confusing for me. I would just say that I'm sorry, from the bottom of my heart. I'm sorry for any pain and emotional stress I caused. I wish it wouldn't have happened the way it did. I wish that I would have been Courageous enough to fix myself before I broke
0: anybody else. So we didn't even say what's happening. So the show that he got with Netflix is it's
1: uh, a docuseries? is a
0: docu series. Is a docu series about his coming. Out. I mean, we don't we know very top level details. We know that it's already started shooting. It's a docu series about Colton ha- Colton Haynes, Colton Underwood.
1: I mean, you know, Colton Haynes like slid into the DMs and was like, "A more Hi. famous gay Colton. I will not stand for this." <laughs>
0: And he's going to be in this Netflix show about him coming out and, like, exploring his sexuality, question mark. But the weirdest thing is that they literally delivered on the punchline used in countless gay group chats and tweets from, what, 8 a.m.? to noon yesterday. Everyone Mm. was like, next thing you know, he's going to be dating Gus Kenworthy. Next thing you know, he's going to be best friends with Gus Kenworthy. Netflix was already ahead of the game. They got Gus Kenworthy to be the gay mentor on his Netflix show.
1: Meanwhile, they're already filming. This says Page Six reported. A spy told Page Six Underwood filmed at the Mondrian Park Avenue Hotel on Monday and also shot a segment at the Supreme Store in Soho with Bongo Productions. The following day, he pre-taped his GMA interview, filmed in the West Village with Dad Scott, and Olympian Gus Kenworthy who came out as gay in 2015 and also stopped by the Stonewall Inn. (sighs) And I have to say, like, I think part of this is like kind of not giving a shit about him before this anyways does not help with the fact that I still don't really give a shit about him. You know, like if I was a fan of The Bachelor and I'd watched his season, maybe I would feel differently. But like, I kind of don't really know who this guy is.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Obviously, the thing that is upsetting people is it's like, why him? This guy gets the show?
1: I mean, why him for a lot of reasons. There's already press about him. It's unprecedented to have a bachelor who we previously thought was straight come out as gay in the post. But, like, what's crazy is there's still, like, no gay bachelor, no gay bachelor. But it's like you had one and you didn't even fucking know it. <laughs> and, like, it's it, it just, like, even the straight bachelors are ga- are sometimes gay. I just mm-hmm. – I can't – it is so absurd how people care more about the – coming out of a previously identified as straight bachelor versus having a gay bachelor on the show. Yeah. It just, it, I like, I don't know. And I, it de- kind of all depends on how much this guy really gives of himself. But it seems very right now surface level.
0: Yeah. And to pair him with Gus Kenworthy is, I think, annoying to a lot of specifically gay people because it it implies that there is this very singular way to be gay, yeah. to be a gay man. Yeah, And using the, uh, let's call it the Gus Kenworthy model, while it is not invalid, is like a very standard version of gay representation right now. Very white, very masculine, very thick necks. And (laughs) while maybe I'm being dramatic, I'm personally worried that this show will suggest all the wrong things to the kinds of people who might actually need a show like this. You have to look like this, behave like this, live here, do X, Y, Z. And I think that that's sort of a secondary thing that's bothering a lot of people, including myself beyond the Cassie stuff. I mean, truly
1: nothing will beat the clip of Billy Eichner, who I forgot was on The Bachelor, Ugh. where he kind of asked him if he's gay, but in a way that is like, he clearly does not think he's gay. He's just joking about mm-hmm. himself being gay. Again. I just play the clip. Yeah.
3: thing I do, I'm gay. I know that's a
0: shock, Colton. <laughs> and that I think you should look into. Maybe you're the first gay bachelor and we don't even know. I... I Put that in your promo. See you later.
1: Billy is so funny. Let me tell you
0: something. (laughs) Being spoken to by Billy Eichner would be overwhelming for anyone, but to a closeted gay man, being spoken to by Billy Eichner has got to be one of the most painful things in the world. The comment here is this is from Ryan Shockett on Twitter. The panic in Colton Underwood, every gay has felt this. I told Lindsay, this reminded me of being a sophomore in in high school and being asked by a senior in high school in theater, Brock, you're gay, right? (laughs) And right, I was the, like, uh, the, <laughs> right, "What the, <laughs> no. the
1: casualness and almost weirdly yeah. kindness of the, uh, like, I don't think Brock kindness. was even, was Brockness even realizing that?
0: <laughs> Brock was a straight sweetie, sweetie, sweetie. I sent you yeah. photos of him recently. I found He's him cute. online. He's yeah. cute.
1: I'm He's just cute. saying, like, straight. I don't think that Brock even knew the violence of the question.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, Brock had no idea. Brock was just starting conversation. Brock what was what just trying to 2001? make
1: a new friend, right? So it's just it's, and I don't think that's what Billy Billy is <coughs> not doing that, but yeah, yeah, but the but the joke that he's saying, which is clearly he's like kind of joking about himself in a way, yeah, yeah, but yeah. doesn't know what he's kind of saying. Mm. If it you took it for face value, it's like, oh, what if you were the first gay bachelor? And it's like, oh. <laughs> Again, if there's any humor to be found in this, it's got to be here. So at least do a little giggle if you think it's funny. But, you know, the rest is drama. Jeez. My
0: most generous read, another phrase I feel like I use too many times, but like truly, like, I. My generous read. I would like to believe, and I still think there's a chance for Cassie's side of the story to get as much press as Colton's, because I think even as a bachelor layperson i'm very intrigued by it i would like to know what happened in their 18 month relationship whatever it was 2018 to they broke up in the middle of the pandemic what was it like
1: their relationship should be as big a part of his coming out story absolutely as anything because and it, maybe it will be
0: maybe it if will they're
1: be. gonna if he's gonna milk this stuff for press which he clearly is okay like he has a new tv show mm-hmm. all this stuff is happening mm-hmm. for him because of this i'm sorry this is somebody who we would not give a shit about otherwise
0: he didn't have to come out on robin roberts you know he didn't have right. to keep being in the public right. eye but he chose so this.
1: if this is a story that we're consuming in the public eye her story, which is the, the most confusing part of this, of, a, of it all, should be a part of this. Mm-hmm. Because, and maybe
0: she gets an episode, you know? Maybe right. she gets an episode on Netflix, but I'm I sort of mean, like, I don't, I don't know. Think like, so. show I don't it to know. me first.
1: If he's out here with his dad and Gus Ken, I'm just like, what is this? Like, this makes Queer Eye look like the most authentic shit ever, right? Mm hmm. However, you feel about Queer Eye compared to this stuff, I'm like, give me Queer Eye all day.
0: Yeah. And I was reading. Again, I'm not a bachelor person, so I always feel like I'm treading into like water that doesn't belong to me when I do this. But I was reading some like reporting at the time, (laughs) uh, unfamiliar waters. It's like truly someone else's property. But like, right? You're like getting
1: into a pool in a neighbor's backyard. Yeah, exactly.
0: Twitter has mixed reactions to Colton Underwood's bachelor casting. This is from September 2018, whenever he Ah. was cast as like a contestant on a Bachelorette season. He was given bachelor, and people were like, "What the fuck?" There were all these better people on that season why did he was we pick boring. him he was boring and that's what i'm reading here it's like he was so boring and this person like radio lunchbox i feel like they've been forcing him down our throats for two seasons
1: but now you kind of see where the boringness was coming from mm-hmm. the lack of a spark the lack of any mm-hmm. type of energy was because he was in some ways repressed very interested to see how this shakes out i just still cannot believe this took up like the entire day Of kind of conversation in a way did you see somebody wrote an article and it was like Colton has not emotionally connected with a man yet and people kept retweeting it being like he never will (laughs) 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 it'll be or like someone wrote has he ever walked behind a man with a thick neck or like these kind of
0: like oh my god (laughs) oh my god
1: i think that was patrick Uh,
0: i mean i want to real i want to read this this exact again this is from an insider an anonymous insider to us weekly but this quote says a lot she cassie randolph she was not made aware in advance that he was going to be on good morning america doing a tell-all to be honest she hasn't really had time to navigate how she feels about it yet i'm noticing now that it doesn't say she was not made aware that he's gay It says she was not made aware in advance that he was going to be on Good Morning America.
1: I would guess that she
0: knew. And I mean, there's already been speculation that maybe that's what set him off in September. That, like, he was losing it because she found out. And and, he didn't
1: want her to share his, his secret.
0: Or maybe that's not even that he didn't want her to share it. It was that like he was in a really dark place because she found out and like whatever. But like, I feel like these are all these unanswered questions and I want to hear her talk about it if she wants to talk about it. But right now it seems like she wasn't even reached out to. So that's annoying.
1: Here's the most interesting part of his story is this relationship he was Mm -hmm. in and Mm -hmm. what he was going through. Yeah, you're right. You're so right.
3: Hi. It's just.
5: Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley did an interview for, like, an unauthorized Disney theme park vlog YouTube channel that is a poor man's version of 73 questions and just so uncomfortable, and their answers don't make sense, and it really made me, it put me in a place I just wanted to share.
0: That's all.
1: I cannot recommend watching – I mean, I really cannot recommend – I cannot recommend you watch this video. It is – Oh, is, I
0: thought you were going to say I cannot recommend you watch this video enough. But you're no, just no, saying no, I, cannot no, no, I
1: cannot recommend it. No, no, no. I cannot recommend it. I mean, this interview is – it's it's hard to watch, right? And you're going to play the audio here. It's hard I mean, to hear. <laughs> set and,
0: the scene.
1: <laughs> I mean – First of
0: all... They're in a Disney resort during a pandemic They're in in a Disney resort
1: in a pandemic wearing masks and ears. I'm sorry. You forgot they're wearing the ears. Only
0: only she's wearing ears. Erin isn't wearing ears.
1: Okay. And they're talking to some interviewer who I guess is from like Disney's internal newspaper. I don't know. No. Lindsay, (laughs) that's
0: the thing that's so fucked up. Is it a fan? It's a fan website called Chippin' Company. I hate this. And they're all over their Hate website it. all over their website they say we are not a, we are not affiliated with Disney but we here's are, do my not question. sue us we're not affiliated with Disney
1: in the interview they're like when was the last time you were at Disney and both of them had not been there since they were children so here's the question know. why are they <laughs> there now
3: I haven't been here since I was about 8 and I remember loving Epcot because of all the different treats and the different countries and my parents loved Epcot because they could drink
4: <laughs> <laughs> big torpedo drinking huh uh i've been back here since uh 2011 when i had a little parade so uh i'll get back to you after this oh and then it's like
0: what's your favorite disney movie someone who which website brought this out is oh it vulture? vulture
1: this is so smart she says avatar what disney movie can you watch on repeat heavyweights avatar good one avatar is not considered a Disney movie. It is owned by Disney, but only of recently. I
0: mean, maybe she saw it on her Disney Plus.
1: Who would say my favorite Disney movie is Avatar? Hey everybody, Mary Ann Williamson
0: here. And then they ask, what's your favorite Disney music? And they say, I mean, I'm gonna play the clip, but they say that they listen to the Lion King soundtrack all the time. Like, in a way, that tracks for the two of them, but in a way, I also feel like, what the fuck?
3: We listen to a lot of Lion King soundtracks. Lion
0: King. We anything. also listen
3: to a lot of Aladdin. Or Beauty we sing a beast. lot of Aladdin. Yeah, we do. We sing a lot of Little Mermaid.
0: Beauty and the Beast.
3: A lot of Beauty and the Beast.
0: Yeah. I mean, why isn't Robin Roberts interviewing these two people <laughs> saying, like, Shailene, Aaron, what on earth was that? Like, that's the sit down that I want.
1: How did Chip and Co get this interview? I need okay, the email. In- so I emailed. I need- Oh, who did you email?
0: Both of Shailene Woodley's publicists. Because Uh I was like, how did this happen? Like, did you know that they are not affiliated with Disney? It (gasps) seems to me that they were... Confused? I don't want to accuse Chip and Co. of actually deceiving them. But I think something about this was unclear. Because why would you say yes to this? I think that they thought that this was actually for Disney.
1: Okay, 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 wait. So you emailed Shailene Woodley's two publicists. Publicists, And did they write back?
0: They haven't written back yet, but I was oh, like... Oh, damn it. So everywhere on the internet, Chip and Co. says they're not affiliated with Disney. So the YouTube itself is embedded everywhere. It's embedded in people, S Weekly. It's embedded and in all the And people, tabloids. S
1: Weekly, aren't doing the kind of one step further to be like the actually aren't right. affiliated. They're just saying the Disney, the Disney blog.
0: Exactly. The video that is of Shailene Woodley and Aaron Rodgers visit Walt Disney World. 48,000 views in two days. Let's see. Nothing else on this website has anything approaching forty-eight thousand views. I mean, we have sixty-eight views, 100 views uh, one hundred views, one point three thousand views, ninety-three views. Like forty-nine nothing. is kind of low,
1: but huge for obviously this
0: this brand. For huge for this channel,
1: it just makes no sense that they'd be in Disney. It that it, on a, what it feels like a very official. Press type, unless trip, they were coerced. <laughs> but nothing to provoke. I mean, I'm
0: sorry. It sounds like they were coerced
1: personally. And then they do an interview with not an official Disney outlet. Not that there is an official Disney outlet. I don't even know if there is one. They
0: got fucking played. I think. I think. I think. But the weirdest thing is, Lindsay, when you're uh-huh. looking through the rest of these fucking Chip and Company videos,
1: uh huh. Look
0: at this one, which guess what has zero headlines and only 600 views.
1: I'm going to Disney World. Super Bowl MVP Tom Brady visits Walt Disney World Resort.
0: Tom Brady is considerably more famous than either of the people I just mentioned. Uh Tom Brady is probably one of the most famous people in America. And his video
1: only got how many views? 600. Oh, interesting. And
0: he's walking through this place. It's unproduced. I think it was literally accidentally uploaded because halfway through the video it goes... It switches to the screenshot that I put in the doc that says, B-roll, and it's just like weird, <laughs> weird footage of Tom Brady walking yeah, around. it's
1: B-roll of him in the Star Wars thing or whatever. Yeah.
0: He gets off the Star Wars ride and says,
4: That was awesome. That's a great ride.
0: I just experienced Star Wars Rise of the Resistance.
2: That was amazing. You have to come check this out. This is one of the best rides I've ever
0: been in in my entire life. What the fuck do these people think they're filming? (gasps) I think that Tom Brady thinks he's doing a video for Disney. (laughs) Right? Like, that's what it looks like, right?
1: I mean, unless he's really into the ride and just is, like, telling his truth. But yeah, I mean, it does seem... In a way,
0: I'm impressed by Chipping Company, but I think they found some secret to getting celebrities to do content for them.
1: But clearly, it didn't work with Tom because it didn't get picked up and it didn't get more than 400 views. I
0: don't think they know that this video got uploaded <laughs>
1: What's funny is that Aaron Rodgers looks looks it's confusing why he's at Disney, but it's also he's hosting Jeopardy in which he also it's which also people are confused about mm-hmm. so he keeps appearing in places that is confusing people, but mm-hmm. his Jeopardy hosting is very good. That's I think the the twist.
0: Well, I saw there was a hooligan who we follow on Twitter and I think the hooligan is like a big like regular 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 Jeopardy watcher. Yeah. I wish I could remember I'm sorry, hooligan, we follow you. It was a good tweet and you said something like I have to say something embarrassing, like, dot, 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 dot. Aaron Rodgers is really good at hosting is a Jeopardy. a good Jeopardy
1: host. Well, play the clip. Oh, do you hear the beeping? Play the clip that I put in here. He had a good moment. He had a very... Um, He's funny. A I'll very natural here moment where one of the contestants didn't know about the Packers or some shit. I wouldn't know either.
4: In the 1960s, these Midwesterners earned five NFL championship trophies. Green Bay Packers? Huh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> he might be good he might be good at this I don't know he's just doing guesting I think they're doing a bunch of yeah. different things. I don't if he wants to do this for a full like, time but he's kind of good at it and maybe he's probably one of those people who loves Jeopardy
0: Yeah. I mean, I think if anything, this just signifies that like he's good on camera, better than I ever would have expected. Like give him something. Don't give him Jeopardy. I think there are plenty of people who deserve Jeopardy more than he does.
1: Let him uh, do the Chip and Co interviews. Give him a a job at Chip and Co.
0: Editor at large of Chip and Co, please. I'm
1: still not over that they did this interview and they were like, what was the last time you were here? And it wasn't like yesterday. (laughs) It was like when I was little.
0: Like it wasn't even, these (laughs) two aren't even like,
1: these two aren't even like Disney stands. Like I... (laughs) I haven't been here since I was about eight. She
0: literally goes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like she hasn't. Been, like, how did this happen? Like, I mean, there's also weirdly an official portrait of them that was taken in front of the. Like, there are a lot of weird things going
0: on here at this visit. An official portrait that was taken by Chip and Co. Not by Disney.
1: <laughs> no, it's not official. Unofficial. Okay, we have to move on. This is so confusing. You'll update us if they write back. Uh,
0: I will. I will. I will. Send I will, us I will, tips. I will, I will.
1: Tell us what happened here. We're so curious.
0: Hi, this is future Bobby just chiming in with an update. Shailene Woodley's publicist, one of them, did write me back. The main question I asked was how Chip & Co reached out to the clients and I expressed my concern that their credentials were in some way misrepresented or lost in translation, I guess. I was trying to be polite. And the publicist wrote back and CC'd someone else on her PR team and said, Thanks for reaching out. We'll have her PR team look into it. All best. So, I don't know, the word is out. It was like 70 something degrees a couple days ago. It's time to put our winter weather to bed or in my Pull case under out the bed.
1: Your linens, sweeties, the lin It's time for- it's linen season, honey. Oh,
0: oh, all I want is linen all the time. I just want to be draped in linen for my entire life.
1: Not only am I pulling out my linen
0: I hate And Quince middlemen.
1: only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. We love it.
0: Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash who for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash who to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash who.
5: Hi, Lindsay Bobby. I was just scrolling on Twitter and I came across um, Casey Musgraves. Cozies up to rumored new boyfriend, Dr. Gerald Onoha. He's friggin' hot. Who is he? How did they meet? Tell me more. I'm in love. Thank you. My friends. whole
0: My friends. whole <laughs>
1: My friend Pauline came over and did that again. She loves oh, it.
0: Oh, Pauline.
1: <laughs> My friends. Hole. <laughs> Sorry.
0: So Casey Musgraves, who... Famously dated someone who was in her touring band, then broke up with them, then started dating Rustin Kelly. Famously. And then they got a divorce. Is now maybe dating someone a normie doctor, which we love. I
1: mean, we're obsessed with the idea of this.
0: This just happened with Ross Matthews. The normie doctor, Dr. Wellington Garcia.
1: I mean, also, this hasn't been confirmed. Ross has got confirmed really quickly. This is still one of the things where there's a few photos of them hugging. He's been on her Instagram and people are saying, oh, they're dating. And then there's a there's a source saying, oh, they're happy. They're happy. But there's no like kind of official (laughs) on the record. These two are dating. And I just he's fascinating. Like he's a doctor. He's a real doctor.
0: an an, an internist his name is dr gerald anua and he's about her age i guess it looks like he recently Mm -hmm. finished medicals like he finished his residency and now he's like a practicing internist in nashville which is where she lives part at least part-time and there's like a lot of selfies so there's like the very casey selfie on her thing very cute. Both of them look good. Good lighting. She knows how to do it. She knows how to do a front-facing thing. And then there are these paparazzi, just like I've been burned before. Then there are these paparazzi photos You're that sus. aren't that aren't smooching. And I don't want to say that to be confirmed in a romantic relationship with someone, you have to be smooching or like grabbing each other on the ass. But like we don't have that here. And she Recently, like, Anna him. Recently, we had Anna de Armis was seen with the with the mystery man, and then we were told. They
1: were walking the dogs, they were not hugging, but they were not hugging, but then we were told that guy is 100 percent gay and uh they're friends. He, they're friends, yeah. Yes.
0: And so I'm just like, with that top of mind, I was ready and willing to say Spacey Casey is in a relationship with Dr. Gerald Anua, but I'm like,
1: now I don't know. I mean, I went through, okay, but here's the thing I went through. And again, we just talked about Colton Underwood. So, like, who knows what the deal is. I went through this guy's entire Instagram and I don't think he's gay. <laughs> okay.
0: I think everyone's gay.
1: And let me tell you, he's got thousands of Instagrams. Thousands. He has thousands. so
0: many Instagrams. It's yeah. unbelievable. I followed him immediately on Who because I was like, this is exactly the type of person who quickly goes private after this sort of thing happens.
1: He's got a lot going on. He's got quotes. He's got anti-racism statements and stuff like that. He has an organization called Everybody Versus Racism where he does a lot of, like, activism work. He's got a lot going on. I don't know how he has time to date Casey, to be honest. She seems a little Mm -hmm. needy.
0: (laughs) She does. She does. (laughs) Also, like, it's got to be a little anxiety-inducing to date someone who is very good at writing breakup songs. Like, oh. extremely good. Like, wins Grammys for writing songs about <laughs> I was relationships. I about like, you dating I mean, a doctor. I mean, best of luck. You know, best of luck to this person. <laughs>
1: okay. Sorry, I was joking about you dating a doctor, but imagine if you dated a doctor. Like, imagine what it would be like. You would just be like, what about this? What about this? I think I'm dying. What about this? What about this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, I see what you mean. <laughs> you know what I mean? What about this? What about what this? this? What about what this? About this? <laughs> what
1: about this? <laughs> this mole? What about this? <laughs> This bug bite looks infected. What about
0: this? Even though he is like normie, he seems like a fun guy who would be down to do like Casey's content with him. Like they would be a good social media couple in that they would do content together.
1: It does feel like they're a good pair, but I also do feel like this is premature. Like us, mm-hmm. we I feel like this may be jumping the gum and, and this segment might be like irrelevant in like a day, even like today yeah. or something, yeah. where it's like they're not dating or something. But
0: it's got so much press, and I think that like when when a lot of attention gets put on Casey Musgraves, I'm st- I'm still surprised because to me she's always going to be a who, even though I understand that she is a them.
1: Which is crazy because it it really. It almost feels like her themdom was overnight. Mm -hmm. feel like I've just known about her for a really long time. Mm -hmm. And it feels like she put out her first album like yesterday.
0: Basically after Colton, Shailene and Aaron, and now Casey and Dr. Gerald. This episode's theme accidentally is about questioning everything.
3: (laughs) Hi, Lindsay and Bobby. I know she's not strictly a who, but it comes up on the podcast so often. I have to ask, does Barbara Streisand know what the Barbara Streisand effect is? Thanks. Living the Vida Laptop.
1: This is a funny question.
0: Mm -hmm. Do you have an answer?
1: I think it has to be yes, like for a serious answer, just because it had to do with her legal case. Mm -hmm. And I do think that she's probably kept abreast of, you know, things having to do with her legal situation. Mm -hmm. Does she fully, fully understand the humor behind the idea that she's created this kind of meta commentary about, celebrities or whatever maybe mm-hmm. not you know <laughs> i don't know what do you think
0: i think that she knows what it is again because it directly affected her whenever the whole wasn't it like photos of her house she it was like photos of her house that she didn't want people to know about right
1: yeah her house in malibu it was yeah she wanted to block photos of it
0: i think she definitely learned that the streisand effect was coined but i bet she has no like i don't think she's on the internet so i, I don't think that she knows that people are still using it to this day
1: i have a funny barbara moment. I think I sent it to you. A Criterion collection had a birthday. Happy birthday to the Criterion Collection. And mm-hmm. <laughs> somebody there clearly made a compilation video for themselves, you know, uh-huh. with all these directors, very famous directors, saying, Happy birthday Criterion, like you are of invaluable resource, like we stand you, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And everybody's on film. They're, these are videos of them in their homes. Every single person is on film. Cut to Barbara it's just two pictures of her old pictures very old pictures pictures you've seen before and her voice in it for a voice goes happy birthday criterion collection
4: I'll play that it.
1: here. that's it
3: happy birthday criterion channel
1: you can tell it's like she doesn't get on camera for less than $60,000 so please don't ask
0: Well, did you see the photo that she posted of her and James Brolin after they got vaccinated? Oh, it's an old photo. Two thousand six. Yeah, I didn't expect a
1: new photo. It's an old photo. That's their headshot.
0: No, I saw someone tweet like a rando tweet that had a lot had like it was like vaguely viral, and it was like, "I want to look this good after I get vaccinated." And I was like, "That's not how she looked when she got vaccinated." (laughs) Babe, that's how she post that.
1: (laughs) That's not how she looked in the year two (laughs) thousand (laughs) twenty-one.
0: No. No, no.
1: Also, like, I've seen that photo. It literally is their headshot, her and James together. So, yeah, I mean, Barbara, I, I, come on. She doesn't get on camera for anyone, for the Criterion Collection. Get out of here. Happy
0: birthday, Criterion Channel. Let's play some Who Are Them really quickly.
5: Hey, Lindsay and Bobby. So, you've seen ads for this new show. Katie Segal is playing, like, what looks like an Aaron Brockovich type. And I just think it is so awesome that she's finally getting to, like, star in a network drama. I guess my question is, Katie Segal, who are them? Is she a
3: character actress? I mean, she was, like, the lead in one of a huge sitcom in the 90s. Um, And then if you also are someone who likes animation, she's, like, the vedmiest voice. voice. You know, she's done a million things. So can you guys just talk about Katie Seagal and also let me know if she is a who or a them? Crunch crunch.
1: Katie Seagal has a new show on Network TV. Does not surprise me at all. She's like she's like very good at what she does, Katie Seagal.
0: It's she's playing Herself? Aaron Brockovich. Like Oh it's Aaron in... Brock
1: are you kidding? There's an Aaron Brockovich sitcom?
0: This is what's weird. So uh, this is one of those things where it's like it seems like they had to actually get life rights about Aaron Brockovich because Aaron Brockovich is an executive producer, but it's not about Aaron Brockovich. Her name is Annie Bello, so she's playing an Aaron Brockovich type, but it's about Aaron Brockovich, not Aaron Brockovich during her PG&E scandal. It's about Aaron Brockovich currently, like what Aaron Brockovich is doing now. But we love Katie Segal, right? (laughs) I do.
1: Sure, I mean, I don't but is she a who I who or Don't then? have any issues with her. I just, I do kind of feel like she's kind of a who.
0: I think she's a who, too.
1: Her big, like, kind of second, obviously, Married with Children, number one, but, like, I do think her big revival was that Sons of Anarchy, right? Like, that was a big show for her. She was, like, a main, she was a lead, and people were like, wow, she's amazing yeah. in this.
0: Also, it was sort of a big deal when she got, yes, that seventy show voice, I think voice doesn't help the them argument, so let's leave it out of that, like, Futurama and stuff. Oh, but,
1: um, right. Futurama being her other big – right, that is a big But then
0: also I think that Eight Simple Rules – I kind of fell into a hole reading like contemporaneous like reviews and like reporting about Eight Simple Rules Why? for dating my teenage daughter. I don't know. It was during my flight attendant watch where I was like, what did we – because I watched Eight Simple Rules, but I what didn't did really What did we think, think about Kaylee about... Cuoco back in the day? I watched that show, which is weird. Like remembering that I did watch that show for a few seasons. What were the I was rules? Like, uh, um shut up but the <laughs> that show was really popular and i think had john ritter not died it would have kept going for a while yeah that show did well that show almost got 100 episodes and i think it probably would have i believe had that. john ritter not die because it kind of changed the entire like tone of everything she's a who yeah interesting aaron brockovich though then <laughs> she's <a> right them. <laughs> John that Corbett. That name,
1: that name. John Corbett's such a who. Is that the husband on the show? Yeah. It's like, will they stop ever stop giving him these jobs? Like, I guess not. Amazing. You know, I'm in
0: my. I'm though in though my I my, he's not good, yeah. I know you're in your City Sex City rewatch. rewatch. I know HD. Every you know. time he walks on camera, and he everything, he's the floppiest man I've ever seen in my. Everything about him is. Hey, so Carrie, what'd you 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 what'd you man, what you do? Where you been? Where you been? What you do? Where you What are you doing? What are you doing? No, like. Oh, I am drew you a bad shr- uh, I'm knocking like, down the walls between these two apartments. As, like, I've never seen... He flops around like a cat. Like, everything about his yeah, physicality is flop. Yeah. It's as floppy as his baggy yeah. shirts and his dumb hair. Like he's
1: hot in that. He's just okay.
0: so floppy. Okay, no, okay, okay. <laughs> I can deny it. He isn't. No, Aiden okay, is bad. He's hot. No.
1: Yeah, he's hot. All right.
0: Is Eric Andre a Who Are Them? We were watching bad trip the other night and I was surprised that nobody recognized who he was and were falling for his gags to which my boyfriend replied why who is he so I thought that was pretty shocking can you please settle this debate
1: I actually do think that this proves that he's a who because yeah. like he, uh, bad Trip, if you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it yet, but what I've heard it's like he does prank. It's like prank based. Like it's like mm-hmm. it's like hidden camera-y prank jackass-y. Which not, is very maybe,
0: Eric Andre. Maybe not
1: jackass but like his talk show, which is so fucking funny, is like absurdist. Like somebody mm-hmm. comes on and like a flower falls from the ceiling and like some guy in the corner yells. <laughs> and like mm-hmm. the whole idea is to create like a cacophony of like insane I don't know how to explain it. What It's like Tom Green meets Tim and Eric meets something else. Like, it's like crazy. Nathan
0: for you kind of. Yeah. yeah.
1: So this movie is apparently I've heard it's really fucking funny, but it's all based on hidden camera type stuff. You know,
0: it's like a scripted movie, but it's also hidden camera. So it's like but half very got to yeah. say
1: very Borat, which is what, well, which is where you can't really tell what's real and what's fake.
0: Yeah. And it's right. L'Oreal is the other guy who's in the in the and, uh, uh, and I would Haddish, say they're both. Who's. Isn't it? She's a oh, I didn't realize Tiffany Haddish was yeah. in it as well. But, but I Eric Andre, who were them? He
1: has to be a who because you're right. Like this kind of says everything. Like he's not being recognized, or he's able to be disguised.
0: One, two, three. Who? Who? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. He's a who. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, long time, long time. Um,
3: Leona Lewis, who, them? Crunch, crunch.
0: Leona Lewis, who them? What do you think? One two, Mm. three, who? Oh. Oh. Mm. I think she's a them, maybe. You think she's a them? Yeah. I'd call her a British them. As an American, I'd call her a British them. I
1: was going to say, like, says who? No, I think she is a British them, and I think she's maybe also a them.
0: Really? Yeah. You think that enough Americans know who Leona Lewis is where they could... Yeah. See a photo of her and say that's Leona Lewis. Okay. Well, without multiple a, choice.
1: Okay, but that's a stretch. But I do think they know her name. People know her name. But they every... say,
0: oh, she's a singer, or oh, she's the singer of the iconic single Bleeding Love?
1: I think they would maybe know she sang Bleeding Love. <laughs> First the <I> fun <laughs> I didn't mean the pain. That song does not get old, tell you that. Does not get old. Well, no,
0: that's the uh, the brilliance of Jesse McCartney. Okay. <laughs> I am not going to change my mind on this. I think okay. Leona Lewis is a classic who. I think she's I, a classic. I who.
1: think I disagree, but you know, I'll think about it and let me know. I'll let you know. And few, then what, what should we week. follow up next week? Yeah, let me know. Like ask me again next week. <laughs>
0: Give it seven days. So I'm gonna put this on, actually on the on the doc for next week. <laughs> we ask have to again. follow up and see if Lindsay does still believe that Leona Lewis is a who. We'll follow. We'll follow up next week. Sometimes You'll, you just listeners. have to sit
1: with it. You sometimes you just have to sit with it. Okay.
0: What is what is a week from what is sixteen oh my plus God. seven? <laughs>
1: 13
0: 23 23. 4 23 21 i'm gonna say uh, the only thing on the doc for next week is who them leona lewis (laughs) follow-up question mark okay great um (laughs) we get in there actually let's just end there (laughs) Thank you for listening to another episode of Who's There. Call in at six one nine Who Them to leave questions, comments, and concerns. Rate and reviews on Apple Podcasts. Support us on Patreon. weekly. Do you know that we sell merch? merch?
1: Here's the thing: summer's coming, and the green hat is for sale. And we need to sell these green hats. We have so many hats for sale, and you need it for the summer. Actually, I need one for the summer. I might just buy one for myself.
0: I you know, I've it's happened twice, and yeah. it's in this in the you past seeing people in the hat month. I've seen someone in the green. It's hot. I don't know the her hat's hat. Hot. Yeah, and I've almost said, and I've almost said, "Nice hat."
1: <laughs> if you, but then I'm like, that's psycho with me. But I But if cannot either of us nice see hat. somebody in the hat, we kind of have to say, "Nice hat." Like, what's okay, the I'll point? It. Like, it's like you have to, you know. I'll do it. I'll do it yeah. next time.
0: Next okay. time I see, next Please time I see say, it, I'll say. Because I feel like nice now it's hat.
1: like that'll encourage people to get it. Because then if they, if we see them in it, they mm-hmm. get a, like a little nice
0: hat. Mm-hmm uh follow us on patreon.com slash who weekly for twice weekly bonus episodes um we're talking about sharon stone's memoir next week i'm
1: so excited bobby got signed copies at
0: the bookstore i can't well we were gonna i it. didn't know i didn't even mean to get them and i saw they were signed there were only two left and i was like well i have to no, get No, it's them. a collector's item the i same price. Buy,
1: own it it's incredible
0: and it's a business expense. <laughs> okay, no, it's great. I can't wait. <laughs> okay, to read it. so thank you for listening. Uh, rate and review our Podcast. Thank you to Katie and Eric of the Who's who provide the Rita theme song every Tuesday. We'll see you on Tuesday. Bye, 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 bye.
4: Bye. Hey. hey. hey.
3: hey. 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 Happy birthday, Criterion Channel. Hi, Lindsay. Hi, Bobby. Um, I just had a very bizarre uh, evening experience. I wanted to share with you. Um, so my friend and I go to sit down at dinner and we see Brian Greenberg and Jamie Chung and we're like, okay, those are verifiable who's like this is hysterical. We're like kind of starstruck. And then we overheard them talking about Christina Milian, which led my friend and I to be like, you know, she's a them to these who's. It was just like that was hysterical. So they leave. I hear the girl behind me ask the waiter. Who was that at the table? So I turn around to tell them who it was. And then the girl says to me, do you listen to Who Weekly? (laughs) And then I'm like, yes, of course. And so I um, proceeded to become friends with this girl. I think she's also going to call you. And – We, you know, become friends on Instagram and it turns out we have mutual friends because we are both, uh, we overlapped in law school. And so, um, this is just like a bizarre night of who's, uh, meeting, you know, and then (laughs) proceed. Okay. Who's and then, uh, hooligans met. Okay. This is never getting played, but had to share. Okay. Love you. Bye. Hi, Lindsay Bobby.
6: Um, first time, long time. Um, so I was at dinner. Uh, at Walters near Four Green Park, and there was a someone who I recognized I was like, "I know that guy's face sitting at the other table, and I could not figure it out for the life of me. Finally, they left, and I asked the waiter, and this table next to me was like, "No, no, wait, we figured out who it was. It's Brian Greenberg, and I was like, "Wait, do you listen to Who Weekly?" And they were like, "You're a hool again?" And um anyway, they got the tea that this Brian Greenberg person, who, whose face I know, but I know from nothing, like he's literally the who he is, um, was there with his wife, and they were talking about Christina Millian, So that's the tea. And shout out to fellow hooligans, Laura and Joe, who I also apparently went to the same law school as. Anyway, be inside. Bye.
4: Hi, Who Weekly. I was on Twitter looking for a GIF from the Cape Blanchett movie, Elizabeth, uh, because gay rights, obviously, and when I searched in Twitter, Elizabeth movie, I was kind of surprised because the, like, first page of results was mostly Elizabeth Banks. There were a few Elizabeth Taylor ones kind of peppered in there, um, but by far the majority was elizabeth banks i kind of was expecting maybe elizabeth olsen just because her recent you know success with the marvel show uh but that begs the question uh does this make elizabeth banks a them is gif algorithm a factor in who versus themdom just curious crunch crunch
5: Hey Lindsay and Bobby, I'm watching, um the other two and Ken Marino is on it and I realize I'm, I love him and I feel so safe with him. But I, I know he's a him. But what can we do, he do? What opportunities should he take to become a them? Or is it too late for him? He's 52 years old, but he looks like a strong 40. What can we do to get him to dumb status? I believe he deserves it. Okay, thank you. Crunch, crunch.
0: Today's episode of Who Weekly was brought to you by CW's new series, Kung Fu. Watch it Wednesdays at 8, 7 central or stream free the next day.